0: There was a time where this guy right here would be so pumped about this day, about new iPhone day.
1: Wasn't there a point where you paid interns to go stand in line for you?
0: A buddy of mine and I (laughs) paid one of our part, one of my part timers at the radio station I worked at, uh, 50 bucks each to go get in line at whatever time, like 6 a.m.,
1: for like a uh, new iPad or something.
0: Outside of the Apple store to, to buy us the new whatever it was that came out. And uh yeah, and that w- that used to be me. But now I'm buying a new iPhone out of necessity because I yours uh, is really old. But I've got I think it's the it's either a seven or an eight. And it's the an eight. Yeah, because it has the new plug. Yeah. So it's an eight and it's cracked. It's starting to slow down, so it's time for an upgrade. But I'm just I, like I am equally as annoyed at the upgrade process as I am excited about the new technology. Like I'm geeked out about the new camera and stuff. I think that's neat, but I'm also like, oh, I hope it doesn't take a long time to transfer all my data. <laughs> like I've become that guy now. Yeah, you are. So, um, before we start the show today, we have to say happy birthday to someone, um, Maria. Yacteo, every one of your friends sent us text messages, left us voicemails. Maria, you are very loved, but they all said, they said a lot of nice things about you, but they all said that you are a huge ambassador for the Upside with Callie and Jeff podcast.
1: So thank you and happy birthday. We hope you have an incredible day and thank you for listening and for spreading the word to um, your crew.
0: Happy birthday to you. I don't sing, sorry. but what? I love you. Why aren't you going to sing?
1: <laughs> oh, because I don't.
0: It's for Maria, our number one fan.
1: I know. I said, happy birthday.
0: Happy birthday to you.
1: Happy birthday. Dear Maria. You never heard that version where you just say happy birthday and then it's over? <laughs>
0: no. Yeah. <laughs> That's it my li- version. Should we come up with a song like they have at Olive Garden or whatever?
1: Like the, an upsider song just for upsiders?
0: Then we sing it to people Yeah. every day or we come out and we bang on pots and pans. Maria, Maria, it's your birthday No, okay Happy birthday, Maria
2: The Upside means living in gratitude Finding the positive in every experience And helping other people do the same You are now part of the movement Welcome to The Upside with Callie and
1: Jeff this episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for listeners like Maria, who do such a great job spreading the word about this podcast, because that's our number one marketing tool. Word of mouth.
1: My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for physical therapy.
0: Man, I, th- I haven't even gotten into the voicemails yet, but I think... Just based on text messages, our comments, what was it yesterday? We talked about um, not being worried about the baby schedule. Mm-hmm. Just based on text messages, this might be our most commented topic.
1: Okay. I love, by the way, how, well, never mind. No, what? I love how our um, controversy on the show isn't really controversy.
0: Well, there's enough real controversy in the world.
1: I know. I just think it's awesome that like in the world of the upside, this is big drama. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it kind of makes me happy that this is like our biggest problem within the upside bubble.
0: Top sheets.
1: Top sheets.
0: Uh, Sleep babies sleeping at night. What was the
1: other one? There was something in between top sheets. Dumplings. And dumplings. Yeah.
0: Which we're also going to talk about today. Yeah. Uh, But uh, we get so many messages. So I've only gone through. The text messages so far, and if you haven't listened to yesterday's episode yet, it's it's fairly, the, the, the one sentence version is, Callie and I both think, because we're used to getting up in the middle of the night for our respective jobs, that a disrupted sleep schedule is not going to be a hindrance to us.
1: I don't think... Yeah, I wouldn't have said it that way. I just don't think it's going to be the end of the world.
0: Right. And people, there are a lot of people. I don't think it's
1: going to shake us to our core and shock us.
0: And there are a lot of people who like to say, like, oh, get ready to never sleep. And I feel like I did that for 25 years. I did that for 25 years. I feel like. Well, here are some of the comments. Claire Ann is going to start us off by saying, yeah. I'm imagining, by the way, this is a text message. So I'm imagining that's how she said, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had an odd sleep schedule and thought the same thing you did. Nope. It's a level of sleeplessness and lack of sleep mixed with the worry about the baby being okay. And the bleeping enormity of now being responsible for a baby's well-being. Which I didn't think of that.
1: That makes sense. Yeah.
0: Because the quality of the sleep that we get when we sleep is probably going to be different Like we're not going to be able to like fall hardcore asleep. Right. Because we'll be listening. Yeah. So got a few comments like that. Uh, Alisa or Alyssa, I listened this morning and I want to punch people who throw out the negativity, but that's not upsidey. Since I had a baby that slept all night, I am not one to ever say, just you wait or you'll never sleep again. But now that my baby is driving... Now I lose sleep.
1: Right. That's the next level because the kid takes the car and you're like, oh my gosh, are they going to come home?
0: The mo- the text messages that came in, the most uh, resounding comment was, most the, I put um, one in there from somebody named Mama Cat, mm-hmm. Big Upsider. You've seen her in our Facebook group, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's like, every single baby is different. Every single parent is different. And every single night is different. Yeah. So
1: I also had someone that wrote us that said um, that it's from Jennifer. And she said, my husband and I were much the same as you and Jeff. I needed early sleep and he handled a lot of baby duties. So they broke it out like they had shifts, broken shifts. So they both got sleep. That's good. um, Which is that's smart.
0: Um, And uh, this will be the final text message that we read. (laughs) Confidence is good. She's so proud of us. I'm assuming it's a she. Um, She didn't leave her name. She goes, I'm, so, she goes, uh, confidence is good. I hope you don't have any sleep issues, but newborn tired is a different type of tired because you have no control over it. And that's how parenting goes. You lose all control, but you'll be great. Maybe tired, maybe not. Uh, and don't be afraid to be a part of the newborn parent tired club. We're not so bad. I, you know what I'm legitimately worried about is you losing things, Callie.
1: But if, I'm, the good thing is, is I'm not going anywhere.
0: Uh, no, but you've lost your phone in the kitchen mm-hmm. between one side of the kitchen and the other. <laughs> so true. I'm I'm looking forward to finding, you know, like your car keys Ye- in the freezer.
1: Oh, it's that's going to happen 100%. We'll
0: do a scavenger hunt for Callie's belongings.
1: On to our next quote unquote drama. The dumplings. When you make chicken and dumplings, are the dumplings supposed to be doughy? Or biscuit-like, and that's the um, you know topic that we were talking about yesterday. Was it yesterday that we were talking about it?
0: I think it came up yesterday because I saw a Facebook thread about it, where the 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 Facebook thread kind of early on accepted the fact that Northerners like their chicken and dumplings more biscuity, mm-hmm. and Southerners like their chicken and dumplings more gooey. But then there was then there was a splinter discussion that apparently proper southern chicken and dumplings shouldn't have vegetables in it. So the fact that there were carrots, onions and celery in it, people are like, no, that's wrong. The vegetable is a side dish.
1: The vegetables um, make me feel better about my dough.
0: <laughs> about eating yeah. almost raw so <laughs> I did, bread dough.
1: I did two things yesterday morning. I put up on my Instagram stories a poll to see what people thought I voted over what you voted. Yeah. Overwhelmingly people voted for doughy, like 76%. Good. Then I decided I was going to pull the big guns in, which was Kevin Gillespie, who is a celebrity chef, friend of ours and Atlanta restaurateur. And his answer surprised me.
0: Oh, don't tell me he went biscuity.
1: Okay. Here's what he said. It's a little like, I see that paragraph. He wrote me a paragraph about it. Good. I said, we're having this debate with our listeners, the dumplings and chicken and dumplings. Should the dumplings be more doughy or more biscuit-like? Now, something you need to know about Kevin is he knows not only about the food, but behind the food, the history of the food, the area. Sure. Like he knows it all. He's not just like, oh, this pairs well with this. He's like, well, this comes from this region. And it's interesting because that region is colder. So it tastes more whatever. Like he just knows so much stuff.
0: And what's fascinating about... um him is the cultural story, like the, like not only the geography of like why they use certain ingredients and stuff, but what culture lived in that part of the world and why they made it that way and whatever. So he's also from South Georgia. So, you know, he's a southerner. Got it.
1: He said, well, that usually depends on where you grew up. It's very regionally divided. Southerners tend to prefer something much closer to biscuit dough, where others might make their dumplings like a thick pasta noodle. Neither are wrong, although I think the best versions use a sturdy biscuit-type dough, ideally making a firm, fluffy, but sturdy dumpling that is able to fully absorb the liquid.
0: What? He's threading the needle. He's right down the middle of it. Well,
1: but his point... At the very end, was that dumplings should absorb the liquid, the doughy ones don't. So I think he was leaning more towards biscuit because he thinks that it should absorb
0: the soup. But uh, okay, that might be the case if you're making a proper chicken and dumpling.
1: But that's what I was asking him.
0: But but this is like a crock pot chicken and dumpling, so everything kind of gets. Stirred together. I don't think,
1: I didn't ask you about yours. I just said, which way is the right way? Because everyone says like, when I make it, it wasn't a, is Jeff wrong or is Jeff right? The question was, when you make chicken and dumplings, should it be more doughy or should it be more biscuity?
0: I feel like this is, this controversy, finger quote, this issue um, is not going to have, it. it's going to be like the top sheet answer. I used to joke about this when I worked at, at, uh, rate on radio shows and people would call in for advice without fail, the poll like very rarely was there a clear winner, yeah, like if you ever called a radio station for advice, you're gonna leave more confused than when you arrived because you're gonna hear compelling arguments on both sides that you didn't think of, yeah, so uh, I like the way I made them though I, I like do too I'm gonna go gooey I do uh I want to tell you about um. This uh, dream that I had last night that where I woke up and was wondering if it was real. Okay. It was that thing. But first, I want to talk about something that happened on my Instagram last night, but I'm not going, I want to make it very clear that I'm not making fun of this person. I am actually thanking them for an honest mistake that they made that brought so much joy to scores of Instagram users. I was doing uh, an Instagram Q&A, and somebody said, I have a question about the people that you call your rents.
1: Because I say that on Instagram.
0: Kelly says uh, all the time, like uh, going to hang out with the rents, dinner with the rents, whatever. So uh, the person asked and said, do you and Kelly own property? Are you guys landlords? And are the rents your tenants? I'm trying to figure out the relationship. Ah, yes. And I answered it. And if you've ever seen an Instagram Q&A, like the answers are all public, you know? Mm -hmm. So, uh, but the user is anonymous. And I had to explain that when Callie uses the word rent, she's just kind of using slang for parents. Right. Leaving the PA off the thing. So when Callie says going to visit with the rents, we d- we're we not landlords. We don't own property. We don't even own the house we live in now. Nope. That's just short for p- parents. Mm-hmm. And it, th- just so much genuine delight at that honest mistake. People commenting back to me and saying, oh, bless her heart.
1: So, what does that have to do with Paul McCartney? Nothing. Oh, just, I was like, this is going to, I was waiting for you to tie it into Paul McCartney, which is the next thing, like. like- Yeah, which is the next thing in our show schedule. And I was like, how is this going to go? How is the Prince Paul McCartney?
0: It just popped into my head because I had a dream last night about Paul McCartney Mm -hmm. that when I woke up, I woke up in the middle of the night at some point and had to think of whether or not the dream really happened. Oh. Because it was based on something. Have I told you the Paul McCartney at the Mexican restaurant story?
1: Yes. your like biggest life regret.
0: Yeah. Have I ever said, told it on this podcast? I don't think so. I will tell it again if I have. A million years ago, I lived in Tucson, Arizona. I go, I lived there maybe six months. I was working at a radio station. I went to a Mexican restaurant. I'm sitting at the restaurant and there's a guy like two tables away who looked just like Paul McCartney. And Mm -hmm. he's there with two other people. And, uh, I can kind of hear them, but I'd see him and he looks just like Paul McCartney. And I, in my head, thought that guy could be a Paul McCartney impersonator. Then I hear him speak and he sounds just like Paul McCartney. So then I think, oh my gosh, that guy is definitely a Paul McCartney impersonator. That's great.
1: Also, you have to understand Jeff's is the biggest Paul McCartney fan Ever.
0: If I ever had a chance to, to talk to Paul McCartney, I. Just said he would cry. I don't know that I would be able to have a conversation. I think I would just <laughs> sob. So that happened, um, you know, whatever day. And the next day I'm I, doing the radio show and I say, oh my gosh, you guys. And you know, one of those radio breaks where you're just talking about what you did the day before. Yeah. And I said, oh my gosh. And I tell the story of being at the Mexican restaurant and ha- seeing this Paul McCartney impersonator, and I was making fun of him. I was like, so this guy is like so in character, he doesn't even break. Like, I wonder if he was like, you know, trying to uh, like pretend that he was Paul McCartney to one of those people, if it was like a practical joke, blah, blah, blah. And the room kind of gets quiet. And the, my co-host on the show, her name is Betsy, says, Paul McCartney owns a ranch in Tucson. And that was likely him. Oh my god! Not she. She didn't say likely. She said that was him. He goes to that restaurant. Like that was him there, and I blew it. We were the only people in the restaurant. It's like me and two friends. What at would you have t-
1: said?
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Something creepy, probably.
0: I I would have totally screwed it up. Yeah. Like I would have. I don't know.
1: So big life regret for Jeff Dollar.
0: Well, I had a dream. Last night, that that Paul McCartney encounter happened again at a restaurant five minutes from our house. But this time, I went up to him and told him the Mexican restaurant story. Yeah. And he remembered it because when I t- told the story on the air in Tucson, he... Uh, actually, I think he called the radio station or somebody... Who knows him and said, hey, uh, he owes you a a margarita from the Mexican restaurant or something like that. He made a joke about it. And I went up and I told him that and he remembered it. And Paul McCartney and I had a conversation and became friends.
1: That's a great dream.
0: I woke up in the middle of the night wondering if it really happened. Did you
1: like check your phone and be like. I did. For his number. (laughs) It was so.
0: Uh, I checked my phone to see what I did the night before because I'm like, wait a minute, we're still in quarantine. I was so confused when I woke up. Oh my gosh! So, but it wasn't. I still have. I'm sorry. Not, I'm still not. Fr- I'm still not friends with Paul. One day. You should not put off seeing a doctor when you're not feeling well, especially now with everything going on in the world. It can be difficult to put your health first, but please know it's more important than ever. Work gets in the way, kids get in the way, school gets in the way, just trying to get through life gets in the way, but the world needs you healthy and plush care can help you take care of you. They make seeing a doctor so easy, you do it right from home. Here's how it works for me. I make my appointments on my smartphone. I pick a time that works for me and I book an appointment online. I'm not sitting on hold forever to make an appointment, nothing like that. I don't even leave the house. I'm just at my kitchen table and I book the appointment. Then I see my doctor. I can be diagnosed, treated, and I can even have a prescription sent to the pharmacy right up the road. Same pharmacy I use for everything else. They accept most major insurance carriers. They're available in all 50 states. And the doctors, they care. They are there to help you by discussing all available treatment options and providing care and prescriptions as needed. And they're available Anytime if you have questions. With plush care, I don't put off seeing a doctor, and neither should you. No more excuses. Make your appointment today. Go to plushcare.com slash upside. That's plushcare.com slash upside. Plush care, P-L-U-S-H-C-A-R-E dot com slash upside. Head there today.
1: It is no secret that I love Rothy's shoes. Now, I love them for a ton of reasons, but one of the reasons I like them is because I love where my money is going. Rothy's makes shoes and bags out of recycled plastic water bottles. And to date, they've transformed over 65 million bottles into beautiful products. But they're not just beautiful. They are so comfortable. And I know what you're thinking cuz you're like, how can it be comfortable wearing recycled water bottles? I don't know, but Rothys has figured it out. I own 5 pair of their shoes. I absolutely love them. There is zero break in period, which is really remarkable for flats, and they are definitely definitely Cali approved. Check out all the amazing shoes and bags available right now at rothys.com slash upside. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash upside. Style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites. Head to rothys.com slash upside today.
0: Last week was a good week because my butcher box was delivered. Right to my doorstep, I got the best meat, which is going to stay in the freezer until I plan the perfect meals around it. Got some filet mignon, I got some Alaskan-caught cod, uh, I got some chicken drumsticks, and of course, my butcher box ground beef. Right now, you can get two lobster tails and two filet mignons free in your first box, but you got to go to butcherbox.com upside. You're going to pick out exactly what you want delivered to your doorstep, and then it shows up packed in a special box that keeps it frozen and it keeps it totally safe. And you're going to load your freezer up with the most delicious, Meat. You're going to have heritage-breed pork and pasture-raised beef. You're going to have organic, free-range, non-GMO chicken. It's all right on the website. Go there today, butcherbox.com slash upside, and prepare to have your mouth start watering at all the great meals you can make with ButcherBox. And two lobster tails, two filet mignons, free in your first box at butcherbox.com slash upside.
1: Today's quote of the day is... Remember, you have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens.
0: Three random things. Go. Uh, Tomorrow is National Pasta Day. Sunday is National Chocolate Cupcake Day. Monday is National Seafood Bisque Day. Wednesday is National Pumpkin Cheesecake Day.
1: (laughs) You're on Friday break too.
0: Thursday is National Nut Day. Any nut. Any nut. Friday, National Boston Cream Pie Day. Saturday, National Food Day. So I guess eat whatever you want. It's also National Bologna Day. Ew. And Sunday is National, a week from Sunday is National Greasy Food Day. So those are uh, the food holidays. If you want to plan your menu accordingly, those are the big ones. And we always put those in show notes. So you can... Reference those and do your grocery shopping. Uh, My second random thing uh, involves the grocery store, Kroger. I would like to nominate Kroger for a Nobel Peace Prize 2021. I think they've already won it. They have developed something called ChefBot. It's a tool on Twitter. Uh, The the goal, the purpose of it is to cut back on food waste. But here's what it really does for you and I. You take a picture of what's in your fridge and you tweet it to Kroger Chefbot. It then uses its database of 20,000 recipes and replies with a link using ingredients that you have Genius. in your fridge. Genius.
1: You love that, don't you? So
0: much. That's awesome. Because I'm always the guy who's like, I look in the fridge and I'm like, I've got Italian sausage, uh, ranch dressing, and, you know, whatever –
1: what can I make out of that?
0: Yeah. Um, and then my uh, third random thing, also food related, uh, Hormel, the meat company, is giving away bacon scented face masks Ew. on their website. What do you mean? Ew! That makes me
1: nauseous. I don't want to smell your face and smell bacon.
0: No, but think of you wearing the face mask and the glorious Just smell of gross. bacon in front Just of you. Just as gross. Uh, it's called a breathable bacon face mask. It's decorated with images of their Hormel black label bacon, and it's scented like bacon. Um, go to the Hormel website between now and the end of October, and you can <laughs> register to win one. Those are my three random things.
1: It is Friday, which means we are doing a check in to see how you are, even though, like, you know, you can't talk back to us, but how we are.
0: How are you? I'll ask you first on a scale of one to 10. How are you doing? I'm a 10. Good. That's two tens in a row.
1: Yeah. I'm ten, good. 10-10. Ten, ten. I'm good. I have no reason to complain this week.
0: I, yeah. I'm going to say that I'm an eight. I also have no reason to complain, but I'm disappointed that I still haven't hit five pounds. Yeah. Like that's, I was so convinced that not by this point in time, I'd be 10 pounds down. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to double down. Like I am mad about that.
1: What do you mean double down?
0: Like I'm real, I'm going to go hardcore. Like. <laughs> More hardcore. I feel
1: like you said that. But then I got in your car yesterday to go somewhere, and there was like a Dunkin' Donuts something in your car.
0: Because it was the first cool morning I had been out and and about, so I had to get a Dunkin' Donuts hot chocolate. They have the best hot chocolate, but it wasn't good. Hmm. I actually poured it out. That's how bad it was. You did? Yeah. That's
1: like your favorite fall thing.
0: I know. But I ate the munchkins that I got with it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So that, and then also... uh, I ju- we have a lot of balls in the air involving the show, and I'm trying to juggle them all, and I feel a little bit overwhelmed. And I really, really want to to focus. I really wanted this week to like have all those settle down because I really wanted to focus on th- this next month, mm-hmm. really like good show content, like mm-hmm. just having like really good, laid back, cool shows. Mm-hmm. As we approach the arrival of baby girl Dollar, and I don't feel as caught up as I wanted to be. Mm. So, Maybe next week. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to get. I'm, i I think I can actually do it over the weekend. Like I have some, a few things to wrap up, and you can help me with because you're around. Mm. So yeah. So I'm an eight, but just a, a warning. Uh, Mercury is headed into retrograde. I think today.
1: I think it was yesterday.
0: Yesterday, um, and Callie pointed out that it will be in retrograde through the election. So buckle down, kiddos. Buckle up. Buckle something.
1: Just hold on really tight.
0: Buckle, double buckle. Buckle, buckle.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create
1: the best show for you. We were on, we talked about this a little bit early in the week, but we were on the Marriage and Martinis podcast this week and we had an absolute blast with Adam and Danielle.
0: They're a married couple and they uh, do a pocket just for, to warn you they use all the colorful words. Yeah. So you don't want to listen to it with little ears in the car. But they um, they just have a really raw and open podcast about uh, everything going on in their life, including having three kids. So that's what we spend a lot of the time talking about is uh, their their journey and then our journey. And there's some similarities. Like um, she's really transparent about her uh, mental health issues, and mm-hmm. so is Callie and then you know dealing with those while you're pregnant and stuff. So, I thought it was a great conversation.
1: Yeah, it was really awesome conversation. I love how candid they are, and they have kind of a similar. It's so funny, like we have so much in common, but our shows are also really different, and it's really cool that we have so much in common with them. And I think a common thread that both of our shows have, which is why people like this show, and why you will like theirs, is because both of us both of our shows aim to make people feel less alone by talking about life in a realistic down to earth way. So, um, it's real life and they really don't hold back. And it's, they have funny conversations. I listen to them on my way home from work and I find myself talking like to my car, like thinking that I'm interjecting in their conversation. And I think that we're friends and you know, we just (laughs) like for real last week, but go listen to the episode. Um, are if you're on Instagram, they're at marriage and martinis. Um, and I will also link their show in our show notes. So you can go listen to the episode. You're going to love it. It's super raw. We uh, also talk about some stuff that we haven't talked about on the show before. So, um, check it out.
2: Hey, Kelly and Jeff, We have a super fan of The Upside who has a very special birthday today on October 16th. Happy 40th birthday, Maria. Yes, I know. It's Stephanie. Mercy. Tiffany. And Rachel, calling your favorite podcast to wish you an amazing 40th birthday. I'm so grateful for Maria's love and support. I'm grateful for Maria because she's always been that friend to have a good time and get down. I'm grateful for Maria's wisdom and guidance. I'm grateful for the way Maria goes out of her way to make others feel special. Her positive attitude in her face. Maria, you are an upside in our lives.
1: We love you. We love you. you. Bye. Bye. We are all about taking care of micro anxieties on this show. And I feel like the change of seasons always inspires me to get into whatever routine I kind of dropped out of earlier in the year, it was summer, things have been crazy, whatever. Well, fall is your time, right? One of those micro anxieties on a lot of people's lists is starting a vitamin routine, starting a healthy routine with vitamins. Okay. It's really complicated, which is probably why it falls on that micro anxiety list, but it doesn't have to be with care of. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to go to take slash upside 50. They have an online quiz. They're going to ask you a lot of questions about yourself. Okay. About your diet, your lifestyle, any health concerns, any wellness goals. And they are going to recommend daily individually wrapped packets of vitamins that are perfect for you. Yeah, you. I'm talking to you. Just you. Everybody's is going to be a little bit different based on what your goals are. For 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com upside50 and enter the code upside50 at checkout. Again, that's 50% off your first order. Go to takecareof.com upside50 and then enter the code upside50 at checkout. It is the change of the seasons. It feels fresh, doesn't it? What are you waiting for?
2: Hey, guys, this is Mary, and I was hoping that you could wish my son, Gabe, a happy fifth birthday tomorrow. He's an upsider. You guys have played him, um, one of his messages previously, and we love you guys, so I was just hoping you could wish him a happy birthday. Have a great weekend, guys. Love you. Hey, Jeff and Kelly, this is Matt in Chattanooga. Uh, I donate plasma twice a week. I make uh, $44 a visit, and then uh, it only takes like an hour and a half. But if you have the antibodies for Corona, you can make $100 is visit. But I got tested and I don't have the antibodies. But uh, yeah, you, you make a good bit of money, so it all depends on your weight too. So pays to be a fat guy. So, all right, y'all have a great day. Bye. Callie and Jeff, this is Annette. I was not exhausted with my three children. I was tired. The worst part is everyone says to sleep when they sleep. The last thing you want to do is sleep. You just want to look out, enjoy, and try to rest when you can. Hey, Jeff and Callie. It's Lindsay. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, and I wanted to tell you I think you're exactly right. I have four children and worked in publishing before having my first, and so did my husband. And so by the time the first baby came along uh, five years into our marriage, we were both used to odd hours of sleep and, you know, waking up in the middle of the night and all of that. So in line with the school of thought of the upside, it's something I've actually always looked back on and um, was really grateful for. Now I'm in the corporate world and and working a very um, easy nine to five job. But um, back then I was not. But I'm so grateful because once my child came, my first, um, it definitely was much easier to transition into not getting a lot of sleep I think you're exactly right glad that you that you will get to experience that as well and you can focus your energy and attention on dealing with some of the other really fun things about having a child um having a baby so good luck to both of you thank you so much for your show definitely love listening to it every single day bye hey I'm calling about the chicken and dumplings debate is it a debate I don't know. It doesn't seem as serious as the top sheet thing. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Jeff, I think you're right. I think chicken and dumplings coming from a southern way is supposed to be – the dumplings are, like, more doughy. If it's, you know, a cooked biscuit on the top, that's like a chicken pot pie or, you know, there's those healthy dishes where the chicken pot pie is just the top layer of the soup part instead of a whole pie. Um, But you're right. I think you're right. I don't know. I'm curious to see what other people say, but thanks, you guys. Love the show. Love all the recipes and everything that you guys send out in the newsletter, too. Thanks. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Cheryl. Jeff, you are absolutely right about the chicken and dumplings. They're not supposed to be biscuits. They're good, doughy, yummy dumplings. So good job. I love your show. Have a great day, guys. Bye.
0: Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two
2: pennies. How, how much money, how much money does he have?
1: Jaden broke.